Again, everyone, and welcome to the Cincy Shirts Podcast. It's episode 207, the Super Bowl wrap-up. Here's a peek behind the curtain of our process. So when an order comes through, we print the shirt, and then if it's the only piece in that order, we put it in a bag and we ship it out. If it's one of several pieces in that order, then it gets assigned to like this little red bin with a number on it, and it sits there until the rest of that order shows up, and then once it's complete, everything gets shipped out. No, it's not a recap of the big game, but rather Josh and Darren reviewing the goings-on here at Cincy Shirts during the Bengals' postseason run. The boys take you behind the curtain and show you a little bit of our operation and share some crazy stories about that historic time. Now, if you've been liking the podcast, you can help support it via PayPal or Venmo. Simply use podcast at cincyshirts.com and ship in whatever you feel is fair. And also, be sure to listen for that special promo code for 20% off near the end of the episode. The boys neglected to pick one, so I will do that at the very end of the show. I have a few things to add in the outro, and then I'll give you a code. But for now, let's turn it over to Josh and Darren. Cincinnati, Ohio. Cincinnati. C-I-N-C-I-N-N-A-T-I Cincinnati She came down from Cincinnati Just maybe think of me once in a while I'm at CincyShirts.com in Cincinnati Welcome everybody to a special owner's edition of the Cincy Shirts podcast The owner's edition Just like old times Aaron and I are back on the podcast to provide a recap of what has been maybe the craziest month and a half, two months, maybe in the history of our company. I think there's no question, son. Really? <laughs> I mean, we've had, we've had some crazy times over the years, but uh, so what was the craziest up until this? I mean, we had Fiona, Fiona Australia, Fiona right? Australia or uh Cincy strong would be my probably top two craziest. Yeah. But even with Cincy strong, that was basically one design over a week. Yeah. Which now was helpful. At... So same with Fiona Australia. I mean, it was manageable. Yeah. Um, so, so the, so the people who listen in. So yeah, first of all, Josh and I are back. I don't know if we'll be back every week, but uh, we're we want to keep doing the podcast when it makes sense. We want you know to have something good for you guys to tune into. Not that what we've been putting out's not good, but uh, gosh, there's just so many directions that we're going, and we're short you know short staffed on this and that, and we really need to prioritize things in the company. And at the end of the day, sometimes the podcast gets uh, left behind. So uh, there may be less episodes, but you'll know that when there is an episode drop that you best be listening because it's yeah. going to be sweet. That's right. And we wanted to, we wanted, like I said, we wanted to do this episode because I think for a couple reasons, one, we wanted to talk to people who, uh, who 
made purchases uh, through this crazy time in our company and, and sort of give everybody a peek behind the curtain of what our process is so that if down the road you're ever wondering like, you know, what's going on, we can uh, hopefully shed some light on that. But also this is like a good sort of time capsule for us to kind of capture these thoughts and stuff while they're still fresh in our minds to look back down the road one day and be like, man, remember the, the Super Bowl year of 2022, how crazy that was. But if you're new listening to the podcast, welcome. And if you're new to our company because of all this craziness, uh, welcome. And uh, and we appreciate you tuning in. So quick background on our company. we uh, Darren and I are the two owners of Cincy Shirts. We started making t-shirts. We, the idea was born in, I believe, 2005. And I think we actually got our first website launched in 06. Is that right, D? Yeah, something like that. I don't know if historians will uh, dispute those numbers <laughs> or not, but that's the way I remember it. Yeah. And so uh, I, I'm a professional comedian. Darren has dabbled in the comedy. He's also a very talented artist, graduate of the Art Academy of Cincinnati. And so we put our heads together uh, and decided to create this business making funny t-shirts. And he did the designs and then I would uh, promote them when I was out on the road telling jokes ar- around America. And that's how we started. And then uh, we always sort of had a, uh, a love for our locally themed designs and when we saw how popular that that we were locally, you know, specifically, we uh, decided to launch Cincy Shirts in 2010, and that brand has grown uh, tremendously to the point where we now have two stores and a slew of other brands under our umbrella. But Cincy Shirts is why we're here, and that's our our most popular one. And if you'd like to hear more about how how we got up to Cincy Shirts and to that point, uh, there's some old episodes of this podcast where Darren and I kind of recap things from the beginning they're pretty fun listen so i encourage you to check those out mm-hmm. do a deep dive into our <laughs> our podcast archives so, <laughs> so all cards on the table here 2019 was our worst year ever we weren't sure why we um we changed a lot internally in terms of uh of some of our staff we we had uh, purchased some new equipment and retail was was doing okay at best. Uh, we weren't exactly sure uh, the future of our retail, but 2020, Fiona uh, wildfire uh, becomes a thing. The Australia wildfires happened, and the zoo here locally had a uh, sister zoo in, was it Queensland, Australia? Yes, sir. We decided to come up with a design for our team Fiona collection that would help raise money for the for the zoo over there and the animals affected by the wildfire. And it became maybe our our craziest shirt that we ever put out. I think that was that the first time we've ever done a hundred thousand dollars in sales in one day. Yes, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> From all over the world. I mean, it was literally like all over the world. You know, but it was one design offered on a bunch of different garments, adults and kids, two different colors. So we just had them all, all the possible combinations printed up and had these stacks of shirts that were so high that they were breaking the tables that we were putting them on. The tables yes. were, were caving in in the middle. They're like Bill's fans in our <laughs> warehouse, just breaking tables <laughs> left and right. That took, what, a good three weeks to probably uh, get all those out. We were able to you know, contact our friends and neighbors and, you know, Hey guys, come on in and uh, pack orders. Let's stuff some orders for a couple hours. We had everything pre-printed 
we had one design offered in two colors and a few different sizes. So it was pretty manageable. It was yeah, a lot. You, you, It was a lot of shirts, but you could like literally you could bring in any friend or family and say, here's the sheet. It'll tell you what colors and what sizes go in this order. Just grab them off the table, put them in a bag and we'll get it out the door. Yeah. I, what, I think we had maybe three people full time in our warehouse at that point. Yeah. So we didn't have a, a, a big staff, but you know, the rest of 2020 was, was good to us. And 2021 was, uh, which was, was awesome. weird because it was COVID everything shut yeah. down uh, like literally a month after Fiona wildfire, the world shut down. Yeah. And we were scared, but at the same time, everything during COVID was uh, a t-shirtable moment. So, you know, there's a lot of fundraising efforts, which has always been in our wheelhouse. And then, you know, just, just helping, helping other businesses out. And then plus like, just like the wacky, what the heck's going to happen today? I mean, we had a DeWine time t-shirt and a Andy, Bashir, <laughs> Andy Bashir. you know, for their little <laughs> daily interviews and stuff. I mean, it was, yeah. it, everything was naturally in our, in our favor. And I remember we kind of had survivor guilt because so many companies were, were going under and having, uh, having rough times and, uh, we're over here like, man, didn't skip a beat. Yeah, we partnered with, you know, a bunch of great businesses, the Holy Grail. We partnered with the city chamber of commerce to try to help out, you know, a lot of the restaurants and their employees that had been shut down because of COVID. UC Health did a awesome campaign to help out the local YMCA who was offering free childcare to first responders so that they could work, you know, essential, essential workers, basically uh, the YMCA gave them free childcare. And, and uh, we, we partnered with uh, UC health to get shirts for all of their employees. And, and it was awesome. And then, and 2020 ended up being our best year ever after we had our worst year ever. And so we went rolling into 2021, you know, as the world started to open back up, we opened our stores back up the events downtown centered around you know, Black Lives Matters, you know, our store was was one of the stores that, that got hit in, in uh, the uh, events down there. But, you know, people were there for us. We were able to raise a bunch of money for other over the Rhine businesses. And it was just it just seemed like everything that we ventured into people were happy about. And, you know, we tried to help as many people as we could. The Reds were back. Nick Castellanos, his son, put out a T-shirt, actually made a T-shirt for him that he wore to the All-Star game. And then uh, he agreed to let us uh, recreate that shirt so other people can buy it. That raised $40,000 for the Dragonfly Foundation when Nick matched the the donation that, that we had raised as Cincy shirts. I mean, it was just an amazing year in 2021. And then, uh, and then we head into to Christmas season 2021. And that's always our busiest time of year. And we had our busiest Christmas ever. So you can imagine being around 15, 16 years to have our busiest Christmas ever. Like that's saying something, right? I think so. Maybe does it mean we're on the right path? And we had we uh we hired people over over the, the course of the year too. So I think by this point our uh warehouse staff was up to 10. Yeah. Between seven and, you know, maybe seven full timers. So I think we we doubled the number of full time employees and then also had a couple of UC students, the UC boys. Yeah. Shout out to to Andrew and Nate dog. They come in between class and, you know, pack orders and whatnot. Yeah. So so we we were in a 
we upgraded the printers to the, to the, the, the latest and greatest and move the printers in the stores. So the stores could also help out with online orders as well as getting, you know, their own store stocked. I mean, I think we haven't over what 15, 17 years, whatever we've yet to really figure it out, figure it out to where the point where we're like, Oh yeah, we can just kick it and everything's <laughs> perfect. And the stores are running well and managed well. The warehouse is the same and social media is hitting and all this stuff. I don't think yeah. we've been there. There's always been, you know, <laughs> something holes that, that need filled. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so, and so obviously, you know, with it being our busiest Christmas ever, we discovered a lot of things that we wanted to improve in terms of our process, in terms of our product, you know, just the, just a lot of the things that, uh, that were sort of exposed by having our busiest Christmas ever, you know, as we were going through it in December, we were like, all right, January one, we're going to fix all these things because yeah, just uh, get us we, the chain way. We're going to get we, reorganized. We would have been, we'll be way better off when we fix these things that have been a problem this month. And then January then dang, one, then dang Betty White had to go pass away on us. Yeah. RIP, but she raised, we put out the, the Betty White shirt for a local animal charity and uh, raised what? 700 bucks for this? No. I have to look. No, I think it was like three grand. Actually, I have to relook at that. Seven hundred shirts. Yeah. I think is kind of seven hundred shirts. That, yeah, or something. It was something. Uh, it was a lot for first week of January. Yeah. Um, and when everyone's know, ready for a break. Yeah, everybody's uh, ready to take it easy from Christmas and reset. And then the Bengals. <laughs> and then the yeah. Bengals said, "Not so fast, my friend." <laughs> now. As we talk through the way this month, I just want to give everybody a perspective on how crazy it was for us. So we just told you we had our busiest December ever. We tripled that in January. (laughs) So now all of those things that were exposed of like things that we wanted to fix are three times the problem they were the month before. And, you know, there was a, there was an amount of people that, that, that we were not able to provide the shirts that we promised that they were going to get. And, and we can never be sorry enough to those people. We've um, we've tried to do our best to make it right. And to everyone else that ordered that either got their shirts on time or just said, I want to support you guys, or uh, I I'm so excited about this team in the future that I don't care when I get it, even if I don't get it by the super bowl uh, to the people who came out to the stores lined up outside before you know, for an hour before we were even open in the freezing cold, like we cannot thank you enough how kind and patient and just like, it's been absolutely overwhelming how awesome this city and the fans of this team have been to us through this. And again, uh, I don't want to belabor it, but to anyone that was upset by their, their product or the, the purchase or the timing, we cannot be sorry enough. We hope you'll give us another chance to make it up to you at some point. And I assure you that uh, all those things we wanted to fix in January are uh, are getting fixed now. Yeah, we actually have that time. <laughs> but but no, I, I just remember. So we won the first game, you know, which was the first playoff game since 90, 1991. Yeah. Um, so we had a, a shirt ready to go. And then it, you know, it takes off and it's selling. and probably a mistake we made was making it like a five color process print. Yeah. So, I mean, we knew we were going to, 
be able to sell a decent amount and uh, come out with this photorealism, uh, this tiger, you know, it was like a, a rock star rock poster. So yeah. said, uh, you know, party like it's 1991. Like, heck yeah, we're going to party like it's 91. That's the last time we won a playoff game. And who knows when we're going to win another one. We didn't know that the next week we would win another playoff game. Yeah. So it really just kind of started stacking up because I, I so this is the first game. And then it's like, oh, yeah, now we're busy. Now we're super busy. We're just like, oh, we ain't worried about it. We have one shirt that's selling right now. We're going to get that in. We're going to get it out. Well, um Let's ba- let's backtrack a second now too, because like, and I I love to look at stuff from like a really high level. Like Darren is super involved in all the day to day, and and he's got so many things on his plate that he's you know he's really constantly focusing on like what what is going on today. And then I'm I kind of do this like sort of dramatic like overview of our company, but I just I just love I think it says a lot about our city and and our company that. When we first started, the only Bengal shirts that we were able to sell, and I, I always put Bengals in quotation marks because they're, you know, they're not officially licensed or anything like that, but they're made for for fans. But the shirts that we sold when we started out all dealt with negativity, right? They were Bengals being arrested. You're embarrassed to be a fan. You know, the, our most popular shirt wasn't even about the Bengals. It was about the Steelers. You know, even God hates the Steelers. So to 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 see that evolve from what sells in terms of Cincinnati football gear from like the laughing stock of the league to the way that people embrace this team and will buy anything that shows their support for it you know the way that they're doing right now is like it's pretty awesome to see the difference in the tone of the product we're putting out when it comes to the Bengals. Yeah. I mean, our goal is always to keep it positive. Um, but yeah, with that team over the years, it was, uh, it was kind of hard at times. And sometimes you want to keep the presses going and, and give the people yeah. what they want. Well, we um, kind of pride ourselves and we always have of, of, like you said, you know, a t-shirtable moment of like putting out products that are relate to whatever people in the city are talking about. Like I've, I've, I'm very proud of the fact that, you know, when something happens, there's a, there's a large number of people who go, I wonder what Cincy shirts is going to do. I think that that's, I'm, I'm flattered by that, that we've become that kind of a brand around here. And so I think people were looking forward to what we were doing, but then also I think it, I think it shows that no one was ready for this just based on the fact that you couldn't get Bengals stuff anywhere, like real Bengals stuff. You couldn't get it online. You couldn't get it at, Dicks or Target, the pro shop was wiped clean. Yeah. I mean, no one had enough product to be ready for what was about to happen. Yeah, because it could end at any moment. And yeah, to order, yeah, bangle stuff for January. Yeah, that's just you, you should be fired if you were uh, <laughs> a, a, a buyer for the local Dicks or you know even the Bengals pro shop. Just like, just no one. Yeah. No, and I don't think no. anybody expected you to there. And I think that's why we're such a unique company is that we can put stuff out. Turn we, we can turn around ideas quickly, but also just keep cranking it out. You know, we don't have to wait on, you know, like sometimes, you know, we would order stuff for like FC Cincinnati from Adidas 
we'd be ordering stuff in May that we wouldn't get until the following May. You know, that's just the way that some of those big companies work. But, you know, when we're creating our own product, it's like we're going to have more made tomorrow if we sell out today. Yeah. Faux show. And it's uh, so anyway. So, so we beat the Raiders. We released a shirt. It went crazy. We go to the next week. So we got a bunch of stuff out. But at the same time, so, so how many orders do you think we can get out a day? 500? And that's if every shirt is in stock on the shelf or, you know, like uh, every, every blank is available in our warehouse. Right. Mm-hmm. If we're short, you know, black, large, we got to order that from a supplier. It's usually here the next day. Sometimes we can pick it up the same day, but it really does put a halt on, on production when, uh, right. you know, you don't have the shirt to print, right. um, which is a big thing. And coming off of COVID that, that really, wasn't a guarantee. And like you um, mentioned that design in particular, it's got a ton of colors, so it's not easy to screen print. So we do a lot of digital printing in house, but we work with a lot of screen printers in the city that can do designs that maybe have less colors than the one that you're talking about. So that if something does kind of take off and go viral, we can switch it over to screen print and have a, a lot more of the products created in a shorter amount of time, which yeah. lets us ship them out shorter. But but yeah, so full go, we're going, I'd say four to 500 orders a day out the door. And when they come in, you know, you're getting 1,000, 2,000 orders a day. And as we moved on through this craziness, so we beat the, <laughs> beat the uh, Titans. Titans. And then you also have your local, uh, I don't know. You got the bartenders, you got uh, the Fort Wright teachers. They all placed orders for like their entire school staff. That's 80 shirts. Uh, Montgomery Inn wanted to do a promotion with uh, the Smoke and Joe shirts through uh, Cincy Favorites. So we were able to, you know, to get those for them. But at the end of the day, it's like they're just besides the regular uh, amount of online orders coming in. We also had had all the the custom stuff, which we eventually just had to tell people, all right, well, yeah. this probably isn't going to work out. Yeah. Well, plus too, you know, um, with the with beating the Raiders, like you said, we had the one shirt, right? It was we were celebrating as a city that we had not won a playoff game since 1991. But then, as the Titans game comes out, now it's like there's other storylines that come out. So Evan McPherson, who everybody had been so high on all year. Now he's kicked the game winning field goal, right? So he has, now we have a, a, a shooter McPherson shirt and a money Mac shirt. And now we're starting to create multiple designs. Cause like, Oh my God, we've won two playoff games and we're probably going to lose next week in Kansas city. But how awesome is this? So, you know, let's do a couple yeah. designs and ride the wave. Yeah, and Uzama's like, it is us. And so we're like, oh, well, you need a shirt that says it is us. It is us sells a crap ton. And And then, then, and then, like you mentioned, you know, it's not even just an order comes in and then a shirt goes out. It's like, all due respect, there was a lot of bandwagon jumpers who are starting, and, and it's great to see. You hope it continues into next year, but. A lot of people who clearly did not own any Bengals merch <laughs> now needed to buy yeah. Bengals merch for their whole family. So typically when an order comes in, it, it'll have 
one, two, three pieces. You know, now we're seeing like, this is a six piece. Here's a nine piece. Here's a 16 piece. We had a 39 piece order come through because someone is buying Bengal shirts for everyone they're responsible for. And so now it's not only just more orders, but more pieces in each order. Yeah. So it's like, Hey, we have 15 of the 16 shirts. Well, but say that one is a V-neck and the V-neck is in California, needs to get shipped to us. That's going to cause some delays. Yeah. And Um, so here's a peek behind the curtain of our process. So when an order comes through, we, uh, we print the shirt. And then if it's the only piece in that order, we put it in a bag and we ship it out. If it's one of several pieces in that order, then it gets assigned to like this little red bin with a number on it and it sits there until the rest of that order shows up. And then once it's complete, everything gets shipped out. Normally we have 74 bins of like orders that are in progress, right? Yep. Through the, through the last month and a half, that number went from 74 to what, Darren? About 1400. (laughs) Active bins with a partial order in it, at least one piece Yeah, of however many pieces could be one of two, could be one of 38 sitting in a bin waiting for the rest of the order. And we say a bin, but it wasn't really a bin. It was shelves that we grabbed what like whatever <laughs> box or plastic tub was on the shelf. We grabbed it, stacked it up in the corner. And put a post-it note down on the shelf that this is order 755 and then behind it is 756 and then next to it is 757. Yeah, post-it and notes. Post-it notes. Every, like you have never seen so many post-it notes as the last month in our in our warehouse. It just ordered and like, and it was just like, oh, we got to add more. So it wasn't even like they were in order. It was like this shelf over here has numbers 250 through 300. And then this shelf on the other side of the room has 301 through 400. And yeah. it was like, you couldn't move around. It was crazy. Yeah. And then people are like, oh, well, you need to hire more people. I'm like, I, I, I have no time to interview people, train people. And then guess what? The Bengals might lose on Sunday and it's all over. Yeah. So it was just like, man, like there's no way to, uh, to, I don't know. Or if there is a way, email me. I'm all ears. <laughs> if anyone has a solution to we how tried. to get out. We brought yeah. in the wives. We brought in the neighbors. We, yeah. you know, and, we, and the we put our is- wives on. Uh, so the customer service emails <laughs> at one point, which normally have anywhere between 30 to 75 on a, you know, given, given day, um, which is a decent amount, but we don't have like one, uh, person dedicated to just answering those. So Sam from uh, our marketing team and and uh, Aaron, they're they're jumping in there. They're answering emails and they they're clocking in between you know six and ten at night, getting these emails answered. Work for four hours, both of them. Say they jump in and there's like six hundred emails in there. They'll log out at ten o'clock and there's six hundred emails in there. <laughs> From yeah. all the all the people the number uh, has not gone down since they started yeah so that's <laughs> defeating so we're like oh so we're gonna get our wives josh and i are gonna get our, put the wives to work <laughs> so I, I i know crystal gets in there and she's just like uh 
I just feel like someone is beating up my child. <laughs> like she would be in tears after an hour of these customer service emails. I'm like, do you realize how many people were making happy? Yeah. You know, I mean, we're, so it's, uh, it really, it's always the, the, the squeaky wheels and the, the loud mouths on social that, that really get to us. And, uh, but man, I mean, there's so many people who are understanding and so many people did get their shirts, believe it or not. You would yeah. think that, that we didn't ship one shirt out successfully, but, and some know, people might not even be aware of any of this was even going on, but it's one of those things I was like, man, I, I feel like it's such an elephant in the room that we got to comment on it. Yeah. And you know, we, we didn't want to do this until we were completely caught up and, um, you know, we felt like we had addressed all or at least close to all of any of the issues people have. And, um, you know, it is, it is hard. I mean, it, it's hard to, to be the owner of a company and, and see people upset with you. Like it's, I don't think that that, I mean, maybe if you're, uh, Jeff Bezos, you know, and, and you, you don't go read Amazon reviews at some point, but you know, <laughs> like we, we see all of it and it, you know, it, even when you bring in help to help you out, it wasn't like the Fiona wildfire or the Cincy strong where it's like, you could just tell someone like, grab that shirt, put it in a bag and bag it up. Like the, these orders were part of our process that take, you know, months to, to really get the hang of and you trying to explain it to someone in a few minutes so they can help you out. Like, it's just not, yeah. And stuff's going to get messed up, you know, keep in mind too. Like I said, when we were backed up at Christmas, we had the stores to, print online orders for us. Well, the stores were taking on on-demand orders. If you guys don't know or didn't come into our stores, we now have, you know, printers in our stores. So you can come in and you don't have to rely on us to have your size and your color and the specific garment you wanted sitting on the shelf. Um, You can just talk to a, a sales clerk and they'll pull the blank and print it right there for you. Yeah. So, so that alone I mean, was amazing. If we didn't have that in place, we wouldn't have been able to do half of the sales that we did because there was no way we were going to be able to get stock into the stores. So yeah, I mean, we had the stores taking what 300 orders one day. Yeah. We had a employee stay until like two in the morning printing, printing these orders. We were were like lining up down the hallway. Yeah. We closed at seven. She stayed till, till two on several occasions to print. Yeah. And um, one time she left and her car got towed. Yeah. So Sorry, that's just another kick in the balls. <laughs> but it's just uh oh man, it seemed like it was one thing after another, too. Like so we had the the, the snowstorm. And this isn't this isn't excuses 101, people. I'm just yeah. we're just walking through ex- uh, play by play. You guys think, judge yeah, whether it's that's fair. I think people <laughs> want an we it's an explanation, it's not an excuse. Like no. at the end of the day, and the problem was so before you talk about the ice storm, so we decided when they beat Kansas City, because we were already starting to get backed up from the Tennessee game, let's cut it off really early because at least you know, the, the, the other issue was from the Raiders game to the Titans game. And then the Titans game to the chiefs game was one week. You had five, six days to sell a shirt that might be obsolete in, in a week. Yeah. At least with the super bowl, we had two weeks, but we were going to cut it off. What was it? Three days after the chiefs game yeah. was the cutoff. February 2nd, I believe, February which 1st, a, which was a Wednesday. 
So we said by Wednesday night at midnight, get your order in. You'll have it for the Super Bowl. Thursday, our snow, uh, the ice storm hits. And it really only shut down roads or what have you for like a day and a half, right? Friday afternoon, everything was kind of back open. But the problem is, as Darren talked about earlier, we typically order garments on Wednesday. We have them on Thursday. We didn't get the stuff that we ordered Wednesday until the following Tuesday, which is now five days out from the Super Bowl. Yeah, so that's where <laughs> that's where we were like, oh, no, this, uh, is, this is, you know, because we lost that whole we lost four days because of that ice storm. Yeah, four and, or five days of production and the game the day that we beat Kansas City, we did twenty five hundred orders. And I told you we could only get five hundred out a day if everything goes right. So scalability is definitely one of our issues. That is a hole that I think we need to uh <laughs> to figure out but um but yeah and maybe forecasting i think i'll definitely be the one to take the blame on the the cutoff uh well, being so late the problem was realizing. by the time we realized the cutoff wasn't going to work it was too late yeah right? it wasn't it wasn't like we could have decided any time before that to move the cutoff date up earlier it was just and so we sent out an email to everybody that hadn't gotten their stuff saying, we're still going to try. And if we don't, we're sorry. And again, like we said before, overwhelming majority of people were just unbelievably kind and patient and understood. We tried to direct people that could make it out to our stores, to our stores, but that was just insane in and of itself. Like we've never had, you know, when we've had stuff go viral, would you agree? It's been online. So the stores really don't feel the, the brunt of, of that kind of thing when it happens. And this was an, a scenario where like, literally we would send a box of shirts to the store. They would set them down. And within five minutes, they were, gone. yeah, not folded, nothing. It was, it was like rations for uh, refugees <laughs> coming in and just like taking anything, anything you got. I mean, let's so, so FCC when they beat Chicago fire, that was crazy in the stores. And I think Fiona's first birthday, those were the craziest. I remember the stores and it was like that every freaking day, like Monday, Monday to, to, to Sunday. Yeah. No Open different. to close. Uh, open like to I said, close. People waiting outside. That's never happened before where people were lined up down the block waiting for the store to open. Yeah. They just be on their phones in their cars or yeah. Outside and ready ready for us to uh, i don't know there it was, was a, amazing i was like oh my gosh then the news yeah. the news is at our door every two minutes it seems like which we love it's like god what do you thank god for the local media loving what we're doing and being right there to promote but uh it was to the point sometimes just like oh gosh it's marzullo again yeah here <laughs> you, you better take this call <laughs> or they'd be like oh let's get where can you be at your store at uh 4 a.m. tomorrow for, for live shots at every hour on the hour, which we did once. That was awesome. I think they asked us another two or three times. I was just like, man, like we we're done. Like, yeah, you know, as much as I'd love to promote and act like this is the best time in the world, which it was, I'm not complaining about that. At the same time, it was definitely the most uh, stressful, the most stress. Oh my gosh. That's the other thing too, is, myself, Darren, our wives, like we're all at the warehouse working jobs 
you know, doing stuff is whatever we can to help get orders out. And then we have like our graphic designers, you know, our website guy, uh, PF, who does this podcast, produces it every week. Like everyone abandoned what their normal tasks were to come to the warehouse and just try to help however they could. And, you know, Darren and I, like Darren more than me, admittedly put in some crazy hour days of like, you know, getting there at eight or nine in the morning and not leaving for 12 hours. I mean, it was absolutely insane. There's no way to describe it. You kind of wish you'd filmed it in a weird way to just like show people like you just, you can't appreciate how crazy this was unless you were in it. Yeah. I got texts from friends who tried to be in it and they opened up the door and couldn't get in. And they're like, uh, yeah, I think I'll just, I'll just text the boss and see if he can, Hook me up on the side here, which I, you had your whole laundry list of friends and family who needed shirts. I had my whole laundry list. Like I had to come in at night just to make sure that those orders got, it wasn't even friends and family too. It was like, Oh, remember me from kindergarten. Can you help me get an Evan McPherson shirt for my kid? It was like people coming out of the woodwork. And, uh, you know, the, we, like Darren mentioned, we got a lot of press and, um, someone from the Washington post was actually doing an article about Joe Burrow and you know, how he's sort of like been a winner everywhere he's ever gone. And he wanted to, you know, obviously stop in Cincinnati and, and talk about how it's even affecting local businesses. And so when he wanted to come to the store uh, to interview me, I was just like, Hey, you know, like this is, it's a really busy time for us. Like, I'd love to talk to you, but I just want you to know it's going to be a little bit hectic there. And I think as a guy from the Washington post that he, you know, kind of had his idea of like, what's a busy Cincinnati t-shirt store going to look like, you know? Yeah. And he got there and we had to like, we had to like scrunch up in the corner because <laughs> there was no room to stand and he like, was just like, in the dressing room. <laughs> he's like, this is not what I expected at all. He's like, I've never seen anything like this. And it, and it, it was, I don't know, man, I keep repeating myself, but just, I think there's an appreciation for the fact that it's our company and knowing where we started and how we started to see that it could even get to a point like that. You know, there's like this, like crazy amount of pride that I have for all that we've done you know, it stresses me out to think about it, <laughs> to think about ever going through it again. I mean, I hope that that's a problem we have in the future, but, but man, just like we had to get on here and talk about it to just capture everything yeah. we're feeling right now. I mean, it's just amazing that we made the dang Super Bowl and on itself, you know, that yeah. aside, we should have five episodes of the podcast just, just to talk about that alone. But I mean, just how it turned our entire company upside down. And then, I mean, we went dark for a month, you know, or I guess three weeks. What was the yeah, the actual yeah. Super Bowl was the fifth? Yeah, so we're about coming in on a month now. I dark guess. meaning on social media. Like we haven't posted anything and sent out any emails and that yeah. sort of thing. Because we want to, you know, we don't want to be like, hey, come buy this. And then other people are like, I just still don't have my thing from the last one. You know, so yeah. we were like, we get caught up. We were like, hey, let's test the waters. Happy President's Day, everybody. What the hell are you doing advertising? I'm still like, <laughs> I mean, I, you know, it, it wasn't that bad, but <laughs> it was funny. though. We had we had no business telling people happy President's Day. <laughs> <laughs> you guys were not having it. 
So what does the future hold for Cincy shirts? I mean, uh, like I said, we've, we're upgrading our printers. We're going to have upgraded printers at the stores. We're going to be able to print orders from online at the stores, as well as the stuff people order when they're in the store. So we're very excited about that. We're completely changing the layout in our warehouse to be more efficient and uh, be able to increase how many orders we're capable of getting out a day. And you'll be happy to know that all of the post-it notes have now been thrown away. Yeah. We have our bin, our new bin situation, situation figured out. Yep. Now it goes up to 500 bins every day, which we've only needed on our busiest Christmas up until now. I don't think the 1500 bin system is coming back anytime soon. Like you said, with post-its notes and all that stuff. It's uh, I think that's going to be gone for good, but if, I mean, feel free to test us. If you guys want to put a Reddit and see if you can uh, get our bins up to 1500 <laughs> again, let's uh, we're all, we're all for it, but, and it's like with us is okay. We're, we're hashtag small biz, you know, we're small business. We're just family owned local, I mean, that's great and all, but at the same time, it's like, man, you want to make people happy no matter what. And there's no excuse to, oh, we're we're small and we're just this and that. And we're just a company of amoebas. I mean, no, (laughs) we we need to figure out how to scale and be a big boy company, which I, I think, you know, when you look at our roots in Dayton, Kentucky and where we are now, I think, uh, we're slowly figuring that out. Yeah. I mean, Darren used to, uh, again, we talk about this on those old uh, episodes of the podcast, which I really do recommend because there's some really funny stories about how it was when we first started. But yeah, when it first started, uh, we had no print shop. We had no store. Darren had all of the inventory for our sites on his uh, chairs and couch in his living room of his uh, one bedroom apartment in Newport. And that's where we operated out of. So to yep. even talk about this is like, I don't know, man, it's just, uh, it's been a cool ride. Yeah. We were definitely stressed out for the post office uh, employees. <laughs> they were showing up. When, I, I don't know. I mean, it's just, you, you can just imagine. And just the space from the blanks alone. I mean, coming in and just stacks of boxes taller than you. I don't, I don't know. I don't know yeah. what the, how many different times we can say it, but, but yeah, I, I don't know. And it, it, it's the same time too. It's like in the, the stores, everyone's like, Oh man, like, why is it so crazy? What's going on? I'm like, don't look at us. Like you guys are the ones doing this. Yeah. You know, like I, Oh, it's our fault for being popular, I guess. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know. I'm like, I don't know what you want us to do here. I mean, we can uh, take numbers like at the deli and let the next person in. But yeah, I think too, it's like it's retail. We're not really like staffed up. <laughs> when, yeah. So we, we tried to, to add to that, but you don't want to run extra hours in OT and have unnecessary bodies running around in, uh, in the thin months, which are usually January, February. So anyway, but gosh, yeah. All the memories. Yeah. Um. <laughs> So I, I'll uh, I'll be happy to close it up. Any parting words from you, D? Uh, I don't think so. I, yeah, I mean, I, I hope we can hit our stride again. Again, I, like every January, I feel like, oh, gosh, we have to start all over again. And what the hell are we going to do? And after those two months are over, I feel like we're back to January. We, like, okay, FCC's in the dumps and the Reds might not ever play again. And uh, now it's I, like I my brain goes back to gloom and doom like, uh, what's this little t-shirt company gonna 
what are we going to pull off next? I'm excited to see it because I know it's coming because, you know, we've been lucky enough to, uh, to find that next big thing countless times, but, you know, as a business owner with 31 employees, it's, uh, it's that's what makes it fun (laughs) figuring out what what comes next what if the world's like perfect and there's no shirtable moments you know what if (laughs) like you know yeah whatever we're uh (laughs) oh we have a warehouse sale coming up you guys oh yeah stay 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 tuned to our social media because we're gonna have a big warehouse sale over at essex studios in clifton and uh, we're going to have a ton of ton of great deals on stuff that uh, I think you guys will be excited about. So watch out on uh, social media for the announcement on that coming very soon. All right. Well, I guess I'll bring it home if that's cool with you. Go for it. You got a little song you're going to do? Did you write a, it, uh, did you write a rap? Queued up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, before I do, just a, a quick reminder to uh, subscribe to this podcast. Go back and listen to some of the old episodes. We've, we we uh, started this thing uh, several years ago, obviously before COVID hit. COVID is, uh, is what really kind of slowed it down a little bit. And uh, like Darren said, we're going to be a little more selective on what on the podcast we do moving forward. But that way you'll know that uh, it's going to be something cool. But we've talked to some amazing people Thane Maynard, Johnny Bench, Jeff Ruby, I mean, uh, Dean Gregory, just so many really cool stories about cool Cincinnati people and their and Cincinnati businesses. So please subscribe to the podcast and uh, follow us on all the social medias. And uh, as I as I say goodbye, you know, just uh, again, thank you for listening to this and uh, whatever you hope to hear from us, whether it was uh, thank you or I'm sorry or <laughs> whatever it was. Uh, we hope we've shed a little light just to, about how crazy this last last month was, but uh, we can't overstate enough how thankful we are for the way that you guys support our company and all the fun things we try to do. If you ever have ideas for shirts or partnerships that we could venture into, please don't hesitate to email us or, or reach out on social media. And uh, if you're ever unhappy with uh, a product or service that you received online or in store, please know that we read all of that stuff. We take it to heart and we try to fix it as best we can. And uh, and you can even reach out to myself directly if uh, if 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 you feel the need, and uh, we can make it right for you. But thank you again for all of the support. Thank you for an amazing uh, last two months that we will certainly never forget. And uh, we hope is uh, just the beginning. For, for things to come with this team. So uh, on behalf of Darren Overholzer, the producer, P.F. Wilson, I am Josh Needs, and thank you for listening to this special edition of the Cincy Shirts Podcast, and we'll talk to you soon. Josh and Darren, owners of Cincy Shirts, 
Superman there by R.E.M., uh, the playout song. I wanted to find something with Super in it, and I chose that because while we were all working in the warehouse, Darren randomly put on an R.E.M. playlist uh, one day, and I forgot how much I liked R.E.M., but it was like all R.E.M., like later R.E.M. stuff, like after they got signed with Warner Brothers, like after the Green Album, only one song came up from the IRS days, and I'm like, when are all the IRS songs going to come up? And they never did including that one, which is actually a cover song. It was written by a band called The Click from Texas back in the 60s, and R.E.M. put it on their Life's Rich Pageant album in 1986. But um, I advise you do a deep dive on R.E.M. Uh, pre, uh, I guess, out of time is where most people came on board. Maybe Green. I don't know. That's what Darren said. He came on board to Green. But in any case, uh, that's the playout song for this episode, Superman, in honor of the Super Bowl run. So I wanted to just cover a few things about the big Super Bowl run and all the things that happened when what a, a crazy time it was. First of all, kids, it was Black Friday every day. And that's not an exaggeration for humor. That is an actual fact. In fact, it was beyond Black Friday every day. I looked at the sales every day, and they were beyond Black Friday every single day. I think since we beat the Raiders. And it went, we, like I'm a Bengals fan. Yeah, as you guys know, I'm a Browns fan, but I, I got swept up in it. We support the cause. We were with you all the way. Anyway, yeah, Black Friday every single day. Uh, I was working in the stores and in the warehouse, and it was just nuts. If you were at the stores, you know that we have the two registers in Hyde Park. And I came in, and the line was literally out the door, wrapped around the store, down the block. And I pulled out my phone, started ringing people up in the middle of the store. It was just nuts. And uh, a thing people I wanted to point out, too, that kind of Josh alluded to, uh, we don't have Cincinnati Bengals stuff because we don't have a license. And the reason we don't have a license here, I'm not telling tales out of school, is when you buy an NFL license, you have to buy it for the whole league. So it's superfluous for us to have a license for the entire league because we only need it for the Bengals. Even though we have old school shirts, which you may know about, the big cities we have in old school shirts, I would say the two of the three biggest cities don't even have an NFL team. That would, Cleveland's the biggest city. Louisville's the second biggest city on there. And we don't, Louisville doesn't have an NFL team. So, And the other cities we have, we're not quite making a, enough sales for those cities to justify having one for you know Philadelphia or Seattle or whoever. So that's why that's like that. We are working on some other things, though, so stay tuned for that. And anyway, so let me see. Uh, what I, got, I got Christmas every day. I have a little list here. I want to make sure I got everything. Oh, uh, in the customer service emails, I just noticed that uh, my wife was helping out with those. Some people were a little upset that the our new local newscasters uh, had gotten gear when some customers were having trouble getting gear. But I can tell you uh, from the times I was in the store, the, the folks from Fox 19, uh, specifically Amber Janeth and Lauren Artino and Frank Marzullo, they all came and waited in line just like everybody else. Uh, they showed up early, and they got, but they got in line. They either uh, bought what we had or – I think they just bought what we had in most cases. Um, and I think – or if they wanted it printed, they had to wait and come back like everybody else. So – that's what happened with those. So if you saw them wearing the gear and you're thinking, like, why didn't I get mine? Well, they came into the store because, you know, they all live locally and they could do that. So it wasn't like they got special treatment, certainly, even though they were giving us a lot of free exposure, a lot of free advertising, basically. They had to wait in line just like y'all. So no, no shenanigans there. Don't be mad at them. And I also wanted to thank the people who came into the store and recognized me from my voice on the podcast. And they also recognized Liza from Instagram. So that was really sweet. That was really uh, a nice pick-me-up in the middle of what was really just a crazy nonstop ringing up people solidly from 11 in the morning until past 7 at night for several days in a row. So we really appreciated that. And toward that end, 
People ask about the podcast. Yeah, as Josh and Darren explained, we're going to do episodes when it makes sense. I've got four or five people lined up as potential guests. I still need to contact them. Now they're past the Super Bowl madness. So we'll be having some interesting guests coming up. So maybe one a month-ish, two a month-ish. We will see as soon as I can get these interviews organized. And also, uh, Darren and Josh touched on some of the the, uh, the folks on the team. I want to make sure everybody got a shout-out. Uh, during the big Super Bowl run. So Clayton runs the two retail stores. He's got like the general manager over OTR and Hyde Park. And we have Alex at Hyde Park. Ren is the gal that stayed till two o'clock in the morning, many, many nights printing up shirts until they were all done for the day. She also got her car towed two o'clock in the morning, went out behind Hyde Park. And we share a parking space with an apartment building. If you've been to the store, you know that. And we're allowed to park there, but one of the residents got mad and had her car towed. So anyway, it got all straightened out. She didn't get charged for it, but it was a big inconvenience. So so Ren really taking one for the team there. Uh, Faith at Hyde Park. Kelly coming in to help out when she's not working for the Reds. Uh, Jim Farmer helping at OTR and at uh, Hyde Park. Both Knicks. You might see one of the Knicks on TV. He's the shirt chef. Sometimes you see him on TV. And then we have other Nick also at uh, Over the Rhine in the warehouse crew of John, Phil, Nate, Colin and Dan, and I hope I didn't forget anybody. I don't think that I did, but everybody was chipping in, and it was just nonstop, gang, all the way through the end of February, I guess. So, like I said, more episodes to come. Again, if there's somebody you'd like to hear on the show, or if you think you've got an interesting connection to Cincinnati and the Tri-State, podcast at cincyshirts.com. Give us a few sentences about why you or someone you know would be a good guest for the podcast. And simple as that. Be sure to tell friends and loved ones about the show because we have, what, 206 episodes back there you can listen to. So go back and listen to those as Josh advised. Uh, the whole archive has got just great. Amy Yazbek, Johnny Bench, all, all kinds of great people back there. Uh, and you'll enjoy every episode. Even the ones that don't seem like you think you'd be interested in, everybody's got a good story to tell, it seems. Today's show is produced by me with help from Josh and Darren are Theme music is Cincinnati by Big Nothing. They are from Philadelphia. Oh, by the way, I, I forgot to mention Billy DeVore, our custom sales manager, who also was in the warehouse chipping in and coming into stores and making sure people were getting their custom t-shirts as well. Uh, so anyway, uh, our theme music is Cincinnati by Big Nothing. They're from Philadelphia. Find their music on iTunes, Spotify, Apple Music, I guess is what it's called now. Spotify, Google Play, wherever you get your music, you can find Big and Nothing from Philadelphia. In fact, I still need to get that guy on the show. He was going to come on pre-pandemic, and then the pandemic hit, and he wasn't into it because they were losing gigs, and he just it really bummed him out. So I'll, I'll try to contact him again and kind of see why a band from Philadelphia wrote a song about Cincinnati. So find vintage tees from great places like Boston, Phoenix, Pittsburgh, Cleveland, Louisville, Seattle, Philadelphia, and more at Old School Shirts. Dot com, lots of defunct sports teams, just like Cincy shirts, but for those towns, as I like to say. Again, the promo code for this episode is, well, not again, I get to choose it. I'm just going to call, let me see, we might have used Super already, so I'm going to call it Super 2022. How's that? Super 2022, all one word, take 20% off your entire CincyShirts.com or OldSchoolShirts.com. Use it once at each site if you like. How about that? And follow our social channels, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Snapchat for the latest Cincy Shirts news. Tell your friends about the show. Give us a good review wherever you get the podcast from. And as always, download or stream us next time. Bye.
Wish I said goodbye.